Live from Scotty's Steakhouse and the Comedy Cove in beautiful downtown Springfield, New Jersey, it's the Johnny Watson Show. Now, your host, the only man the Navy asked to re-enlist in the Army, Johnny Watson. All right. Chris Gannon at it again. We get new intros for everything. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the uh, actual 10. It's the Watson Company show. Yes, it is. And uh, this is our pre, our pre, um, how can we say, our pre-broadcast of the, uh, of the new upcoming show, uh, Watson and Company. And as always, I thought I was the Watson, but apparently uh, Ken has made it a point to say that the Watson is my mother, who is on the line, of the course. Only hello, mother. The only, hello, sweetheart. The only Watson that counts. Remember that. <laughs> That's correct. Johnny is the son Remember. of Watt. I am the son of Watt. That is, Ken, that's right. He is because if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't be there. Well, that's not uh, actually. So we don't know that, that for a fact. We don't really know that well, for a fact, yeah. Mom. But anyways, right. how are you, can Mom? How's everything? I'm fine, honey. Sure. But can I ask a question? Sure. Uh, why does it still say Scotty's Steakhouse? Well, because if you, if you would have paid attention, which you never do, um, we did a uh, we're doing a pre-show, meaning that we're just running, Posting. making sure the equipment is up. We're making sure that we have oh, okay. our, you know, our few listeners uh, that okay. are that we're really told. I kind of I tweeted it and uh, text a few people, and uh, we're going to probably listen. I know Ken will diligently listen to this uh, audio once we're done with it. That's right, but we spent 45 minutes trying to figure out how to dial a telephone, so to get the intro <laughs> right, that would have taken us two or three days. I'm telling you, he's, right, he's right. as bad as you are. He's, he's as annoying as you are. Let me tell you that, Ma. This he is really why is. he's my buddy. This is well, why he's my something. buddy. He, he's, uh, <laughs> he is sitting here, as I'm trying to get everything set up, like chastising me, like like you do, no no no, like right. hey, ad, no attaboys at all. Just what are you doings? That's no, it. I'm I'm used Why? to you know an engineered show. I show up, it's all ready. I just go. Well, Ken, there's a difference right. between there's a difference between having money, and not having money. <laughs> exact differences. The difference is when you have and money. And that's the difference. That's right. The difference when you have money, you go to an engineered show. When you have no money, I'm your engineer. Ah, that's, yep. that's, that's the difference. Right. <laughs> and not only are you the engineer, Johnny, you're the sound man. Yes. You're the host. The host. You're the guy who works the the the, the bar. I mean, you're everything. That's the I'm difference everything. right there. That's, that's, that's right. right. But we have, Except we have that now. you can't get a phone number right. Well, and whatever. You can't push buttons. You don't know how to push buttons. That's part of the problem. Well, you do know how to push buttons. Just mine are the only I ones you know how to push. I for yours. Yes. <laughs> So uh, here's the thing. We will be broadcasting on uh, Ken Winston station. It is w- it is M as in Mary, not WXPN, which is a famous station. WXPM <laughs> 98.5 Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. That's on your FM dial. Oh, cool. Now, will all seven of our listeners, will they be uh, calling in at the same time? Or? Oh, probably. But yeah. you know, we're also going to simulcast on the yes. live stream. Yes. So. Will we be going through Hamilton Radio? or will I, we'll I don't going? know. But we'll be going worldwide on that yes. live. We have a live stream up and running. I'm not really sure how that works because, again, I, I just show up and do the work. I, I, don't, I know how that works. Okay. But but we you know we will be going worldwide. Wow! I'll be bringing in my old audience from Ken's Coffee Shop, which ought to add 
probably upwards of three or four listeners. Ooh, yeah, that tripled our audience in <laughs> yeah. one. Wow. In one in one advertisement, we triple our audience. I always said, if you can name all of your listeners, you don't have a demographic. <laughs> well, my, my mother and I are, uh, we are, are not, uh, actually, we're used to kind of being pretty much the top show wherever we go. Isn't that correct, mother? That's true. Absolutely. We've been, we were, uh, when people were counting us out on that, uh, on that one show, we ended up being number one there. We were, yeah. well, we were number one in we uh, Chicago when, we, when they put us in Rockville or wherever, Rockford, whatever. We were the number one there for the two months we that were. we were on the air there, two months that they had that thing going. So uh, Hamilton Radio. You know, I, I don't, problem I don't is, is really that we were not um, – I'm sorry, Johnny. No, no, go ahead. What are you saying? Problem was what? No, 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 no. I didn't mean to cut you off. I said the problem is is that we weren't on long enough to stay number one for a year. Yes, very true. Well, I was I was number one right. in my market, uh, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Uh, of course, we were the only radio station yes. in Pottstown. <laughs> we, they didn't even do well, ratings for us, but yeah. Well, you know, Ken, listen. As long as you're number one somewhere, it doesn't that's, matter how you get there. That's right. That's it. We were an AM radio station trying to play music in 2011, not realizing nobody listens to AM for music anymore. AM. Wow. Mm. Wow. All right. Wow. So, Mom, how shame. are you feeling? That really how is are you feeling? I'm feeling very good. Thank you very good. much. Just tired, which is yes. normal. My normal. Now, that should, that's now my new me, middle name is tired. Tired. Now, you went and got your bone scan, correct? I got my bone scan, and everything well, is good, and it looks like it's even getting better. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I said everything is good, and it looks like it's even getting better. Now, when you heard that news, did you ask him for a second opinion? No, I was, oh, uh, Johnny. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding with you, mother. I, I got good I'm news. On the you know what? Without me, you got nothing. That's right. What, Ken? Can, uh, what's going on? Your heart. You take the ferret for follow yesterday. The ferret's on, oh, the ferret is on chemo drugs and uh, other oh, drugs. And incredible. It's doing well, except just like every other animal I have, uh, the doctor complained that she was getting overweight. I, <laughs> I overfeed my animals. Overfeed your women. Yeah. <laughs> I keep the spirit eating because otherwise it, it chews my feet. Wow. Ken, um, Ma, I wow. don't remember. Ken, when Ken was out, out west with me, he had to fly back because his cat chewed off its tail. Well, yeah. It, You're kidding. It, cat, no. The, the, cat had, the cat was – I never saw, saw a cat that was as angry – with her tail as this cat was. I mean, she would really get angry, and apparently she was caught it while I was gone. Apparently, yes. She was caught. She caught it while I was gone. I come home, there's blood all over the place. So I stayed. I didn't go back to California because I had to take care of the cat. But I did go to Minnesota two weeks later, and while I was gone, the cat pulled her bandage off, so she ended up getting a third of her tail amputated. Oh, my God. She's now a short-tailed cat. Terrible. Oh, but anyway, he left me stranded in uh in out in um the West Coast. I left you standing on the corner. So I was up, so I was up. Tindo, right, right. Well, I saw that. That was very good. I like that. That was good. That was a great picture, Johnny. That was right. That was great. You know, a, you know what you're saying. I found out a little news on that uh that song that Jackson Brown actually wrote. I was watching the Eagles documentary. Jackson Brown actually wrote right. that uh, part to Winslow, Arizona, Arizona, and then the Eagles right. after the part after that. But there was no, uh, he got, he didn't get any credit. It's like they all, like you go out when I was out there in Winslow, statues of uh, Eagles. of the Eagles, right? Isn't that crazy? Well, maybe he didn't and want any credit because he just wrote that one line. Oh, right? stop it! Everybody wants credit. What are you kidding me? You you take credit for everything no, I do. What are you talking it. about? Huh? Well, he didn't need it. 
He didn't it doesn't matter. It. it doesn't matter. Everybody wants credit. Ground. It doesn't matter. Oh Everybody God. wants credit. It's like you take credit for everything I do. Well, my I don't success, want credit for you. You take it, though. That's part of your problem. I don't you want take credit. It, it's all good. If you want to have a good show, then I'll take the credit. If I, you don't have a good show, I'm not taking the credit. Yeah, I wish you. I tell you, man, it's so funny because <laughs> she lost. She, she lost her voice. You know, like someone that when I do her voice, and then people are like, I shouldn't tell. I say, well, you listen. I, I don't know what voice is more annoying, this one, or the one she had when she was smoking. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. I'm not mean. I'm just being honest. You're mean. She really is. She really is. She really is. This is what I have to live. This is what I have to go through. Oh, I know. That's just... respect. I don't know what happened with the respect that he was taught, but. It's gone, out the window. Let me tell you something. Anything to um, make a buck. <laughs> to you. She's, she's a sweet lady, and the way you defame oh. her on stage, it's terrible. Oh, my God. I wrote some really new new, uh, new stuff about you, Ma, some really good stuff. You know, uh, I can't wait to hear it. I'll hear it on the 16th. I'm 16th. sure. What do you mean 16th? Well, at Scotty's. At, at Scotty's. Uh, no, no, the, show got can- the show got canceled. It got canceled. No, it didn't. Oh, no, it didn't. Because oh, L'Oreal said to me, I better uh, make canceled. my reservations next canceled. week. So it's not canceled. How funny would that be, Ma? All of a sudden you show up and you can't get in because you don't have a reservation. How funny would that be? I know. Yeah, right, 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 right. She would do that, though. You know they would do she that. Said, she inboxed me. And she said, I inboxed me. Yeah, inboxed me. Anyhow, That's she nice. said to me, how many people are coming? I said, I don't know. I won't know until the Labor Day week. She said, all right. She said, don't right. forget to call make the reservations. I said, okay. No, and we no. would refuse to perform if that happened, if oh. they didn't let your mother in. Well, Ken, Ken, you might, you would, you definitely would refuse. So let me tell you about Ken, Ken <laughs> is amazing. Ken, Ken does not care. See, when you have this much money, you, you, you don't have to worry about anything in your life. Ken, Ken goes around. He doesn't want to do something. He doesn't do it. He wants to do something. He does it. It's so, it's so nice being comfortable. Like he goes up on stage and the guy just does everything, doesn't care because he doesn't have to. You know, I, I have a bad set. I'm like a nervous wreck. I, I'm like, oh, I, I got to start work at the YMCA. What the heck's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that is funny. Ken's doing great. He's actually, uh, we got rid of that. You know, we used to do the joke off thing. You know that. I know. I remember that. Yeah. Remember when, remember when uh, you tried to tell a joke, Ma? Not me. Yeah. I can't tell a joke, Johnny. I can only tell stories. That was your response when you, uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was tell I a joke last night. If I told a joke, that would be true. We, we had Philadelphia Eagle fans here last night, and I was going to tell the joke. You know, what, what, what's, what is the same about an Eagles fan and a clean bathtub? What is that? No rings. What is Oh, yeah. No rings. Ooh, no that rings. That is good. I like that. My mother's that. a Steelers, Ooh, my mother's a Steelers like fan. Yeah, they got six I rings. My, mother, my mother's a Steelers fan. Right. I am a, patri- I am a uh, uh, tried and true Patriots fan. As no, you are not. Guess, you are on the get on the bandwagon, fam. Let's not go there. That's right. Yeah, with Edelman getting hurt, a... they could be in trouble. You know, and, well, you might have right. to change your team again. I have to go back to the Packers. No, you have to go back to whoever's going to win. He'll wait until they see who's in the playoffs. I'm telling you. And how did I oh, become definitely. a Steelers fan, Johnny? Ma, let me tell you something. How did I become a Steelers fan? I, I don't know, Ma. Huh? Ma. Let me tell you something. Ma, let me tell you something. I think we have listeners on the line, actually. Ma, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What? That's why I'm never upset. That's why I'm always in a good mood, because when it comes to sports, my teams are always in first place. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know who they are. You're not a real, true fan. It doesn't. Listen, these people don't care about you. Do you think, the Yan- you think Aaron Judge is worried about you right now? Honestly, yes, he is. Oh, I love he him. Is. The poor kid. I do love him. I told you. What did I tell you? What did I? T- can I be on? What did I tell you? I told him. I told you. You said he was. The guy was, you, you said. Right. You did you. say Thank that. Thank you. Listen, 
I'm you a, did. Listen, you did. But I'm he. But account. you know why? He's a young kid. Next year, he's even going to be better. I'm telling you. Well, listen. He, well, I, he, I hope so. He can't get any worse. No, he can't well, get well, any he's worse. Not that bad, John. He's got a 279 well, average and he's got 38 home runs. How well, bad can he be? Right, Seriously. Right, right. All in the first half. My first half of the no, season. No, he just got this, right. Right. He's had three home runs since the All Star break. Right. Ma, he's had That's three okay, home runs since the Am I right? He's no, he's fine. got a few He'll more than fine. three. He's batting like 120 yeah, since the All-Star break. That's right? true. Am I right? 120? Really? About 180, yeah. but yeah. Really? I'm just throwing numbers yeah. out. Yeah. No idea. But, he, but he's also struck yeah, out 45% no of the time since then. Oh, my God. 45% of the time. That's yeah. horrible. Is that a major league record Absolutely. for the most consecutive games to strike out? You know, you know what would yeah. bring that team around? That you know doesn't that matter because I love the kid. I think he's going to be a great what? What about Derek? Nothing. Johnny asked what would bring the team around. It's the Derek Jeter. There's only one person who could turn that Yankee team around. Greatest oh player my God. in the history of baseball. Oh, my God. Here he goes again. Alex, the guy is long gone. He could care less. Rodriguez. A Get fraud. You mean, mean uh, Alex, J-Rod? Alex Rodriguez. A fraud. J-Rod. J-Rod. Greatest baseball player, greatest baseball player in the history of uh, Yeah, right. Of, like, where of does that Mr. come from? Yeah, right. So he's never going to make the Hall of Fame. You know that. Well, because he got ripped off. Okay. He should have, but he's never because he screwed up. But Derek Jeter is going to make first ballot. No, because Derek Jeter was on the – listen, let me tell you something. You put that guy on any other team, you know what he is? So he's now – he, he, he really pissed okay. me off. The, the, what? We got you mad because he's, he's buying the Marlins. I say he'd be an average player on any other team. No, 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 no. He bought the Marlins. He's part of the ownership of the Marlins, which really breaks you, my heart. breaks why? my heart. Why? Because I don't want to. I want him to go and fight Hal for the Yankees. Why? The, the, the Steinbrenner family owns the. Where's he going to go? Uh, he can't, he can't but they the don't Yankees. care. They don't care about care. the Yankees. They, he doesn't care. He's not George. I got to get somebody in there who well, cares. You know how I feel about well, that. Well, well, listen, listen to me. Here's the thing. You get too wrapped up in the things that no one cares about you about. I do. You know what I'm saying? I do. I really do. Like, he's going. Has anybody, let me ask you a question. Since you've been diagnosed, has Yankees called you to say, hey, Judy, how you feeling? No. Okay. Why would my, they? they don't know me. That's my point. Stop loving no, these guys. No, that doesn't matter. Listen, that's the, it does matter. That's not, Johnny, I don't know where you – I swear to God, I don't know where you came from. If you I didn't know, know any I better, from. I'd find – I would think I found you on the doorstep. But I didn't. No, I know I had well, you. Well, I know that's debatable. Who knows? You might have been drunk. Who knows during labor? They could have switched me up. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know for a fact if I'm yours. Okay? So here's the point. There's an Asian family somewhere raising a a kid that looks just like your mother. Big brown eyes. There's some kid with big brown (laughs) eyes and thick thick black hair. A real Italian. A real Italian Italian out there somewhere. (laughs) I'm supposed supposed to be working at a a laundromat. I'm supposed to be putting starch in your shirts right now. So, ha, 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 Oh, that's so funny. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something. Wow. You've got to stop with the loyalty to some of these, these teams Never. that don't care about you. All right? Never. You got to start. Here's what. Never. You, spend, let me tell you, you got something. my loyalty. Right you got it forever. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? And, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you would have spent mm-hmm. more time mothering the way you are as a fan, <laughs> you know how successful I would be with my life? You know how successful all oh, your kids would right. be? Oh, right. Absolutely. It's amazing. Absolutely. It's, it's all my fault. You're it's absolutely right. Amazing how, you are how absolutely you, you, right. You, listen, I love your passion. I was such and, a bad when mother. You, no, listen, when you get behind something, let me tell you something. There's nobody who's more passionate and more, like, supportive That's right, I am. than you. Right. Uh-huh. The only problem is you, you get passionate and supportive about the wrong things. 
That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. Then I won't be supportive of you anymore. No, I'm teasing my mom. You know what I love about my mother? I know you're kidding. Here's what what she does. Like, she won't even think, not saying you personally, but she won't think a comic's funny, but she'll laugh like she's giving them a standing of it. And then later on, she goes, oh, my God, it was terrible. But that's that's fine. No, but she has, like, a real laugh. Like, I, I don't know how she... I don't know how she keeps up. She's so phony. Because there's you know, some like, of those what, guys, and not, Ken, this is not you, because I thought you were funny. But there are some of I'll those guys that go it. out there, and they, and I feel that they're dying up there because they're so bad. Somebody's got to laugh for them. I mean, I that, feel bad for them. Well, that's exactly right. And if Johnny knows because there's many nights when he'll tell a joke that lays flat, and he'll hear a really loud laugh from the back of the room, right. and that's me. It's Ken. But, there, but that's a laugh. That's a laugh of that joke was horrible, and we're making fun of you. No, that's, that's a laugh of trying to get the audience going. Oh, thanks. I'm always supportive of you. I'm just like your mother. Listen, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. You guys, this is a very supportive. Uh, Ken, Ken has really um, kept me together this summer. He really has. And uh, even though uh, he thinks I'm not together, I'm way more together. Oh, he's way more together than he's been. That's I right. Been. I have been. Ken, hey. Ken, Ken has got, got me, uh, got me, uh, you know, make sure I'm writing this stuff down, making sure I'm working on the, uh, More but organized? then again, he gets to see Good. how bad my ADD is. Everything. He gets mad. He does start yelling at me. That's only on the golf course. Yeah. Tell her what a natural I am on the golf course. You, you are. It's, Thank it's you. amazing because, you know, you're, an, you are a natural athlete. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed you've played golf, I think four times now. Yes. You hit the ball very well. Thank you. But the ADD comes down to the fact that in 18 holes, you use 18 golf tees because you never pick up a tee. Oh, I didn't know you were supposed to. I supposed yeah, to yeah. I thought you were just leaving there. Yeah, they're one, they're one use and done, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you were just leaving there. I thought that because everybody's so rich and white, I figured just leave the golf tees there. That's fine, yeah. Just for the, just for the, uh, for the caddies. Do you think golf trees grow on trees? <laughs> Oh, oh, they do, but it's a wood, yes. yes, yes. Can you? Too. How, come, how come no, you know, that's another thing where people, how come no one's complaining about, like, the environmental issues to the golfers who use a lot of wood, wooden tees, right? No one seems to have a problem when they're cutting down trees for, for uh, golf tees or for bats or something like that. But if you cut down, like, a, like a tree say, uh, for paper or something like that or, or something useful, Everybody's got a problem. Because they Explain pick and choose. They pick and choose they pick what and they're going to complain mother. about. You know that. That's why we need Obama back. Because Obama, one thing about Obama. Obama oh, my God. Well, straight, please. Obama I don't want to talk politics, Johnny. Like no arrow. politics. Straight like an arrow, though, Obama. No politics, Johnny. I'm not, no I'm politics. not talking politics. I'm just saying that Obama, I tell you no, what. This country you're right. Is you're, missing, you're right. You're not talking politics miss, because he wasn't missing a politician. That, he was nothing. That, um, he was, that, a, he was eight years class. of nightmare. That's what he was. Missing that class. You know, the guy. Yeah, the guy real class. Oh, yeah, got, absolutely. Took absolutely. care of Obama. Or, Don't or, or get bin me Laden. started. Took care Don't of Bin Laden. Don't get me like started. His... Put you on mute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his, his, uh, Obama's husband wouldn't have gone on that, uh, oh. wouldn't have gone on that flight yesterday wearing uh, stilettos, right? Like Trump's wife. Obama's husband? Yeah. Mean, uh, no, Michelle. you mean. Oh, Michelle. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, oh, come on. You know, you know who the man is in that's that funny. family. Stop that. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What, am I, what is this? The white supremacy? No, I don't, uh, I don't like either one of them, but I can't. I, I, that's terrible. That is terrible. That? I feel bad. I really do. I really, I have to tell you, I dislike them both. But it really bothers me when they start talking about her like that. It doesn't, because it's not fair. It's not fair to any of them. They didn't ask. Right. They didn't ask. Well, yeah, they asked for this life. I guess you did. Yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. did. They asked uh, for it. Okay. Listen. 
And they just don't go away. They're like a bad nightmare. They just keep staying over and over again. They're like the Clintons. They're like the Clintons who love this country. Oh, my God. That's another one I want to vomit. Did you hear... Did you hear about her 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 book, her audio yeah, book? Did you hear any of the experts? No, did you hear the excerpt from it? No, I want to. I want to download it. She was talking about. She was talking about. Wait, she was talking about President Trump. Trump at the mm-hmm. at the uh, debate. You know when they were right. walking around, right. and she said that she felt like he was a predator, that he was, was breathing well, he down her neck, and he she wanted. She, no, that's, only, oh, that is not. That, and then somebody took around and said. Somebody turned around and said, have you looked at yourself in the mirror? Would he really predator you, be a predator oh, that, you? know what? The real problem is she wanted the same women that he wanted. Oh, that's you Yeah, know that's what? true. You, you I agree with you. I believe that. We are. Yeah, I believe that. It's just Hold too bad stuff. nobody can prove any of this stuff. But it was really, it's really funny stuff. My so anyhow, that's that. But don't watch. Let me tell you, Hillary Clinton has done more for oh, this country for children go. and education. Why do you want to push my buttons? I'm not pushing buttons. I'm just trying to, to say, we're gonna, listen, this is, not, this is not Fox News. This is, this is fair and balanced. This is Watson right? News. Right, This is exactly. Watson News. Listen, when, I, listen, when someone does something fair, wrong. You're not being fair and balanced. Let me tell you something. When someone does something wrong, I call them on it. When someone does, they, mm. they don't do anything wrong. Yeah. I call that too. Uh-huh. And Clinton, what the yeah. hell? Are, so what? She, she, she hit a couple emails. Who cares? Who cares? Thirty-three thousand. Thirty-three thousand hey, to be. And what about giving? Wait, what about giving Russia one hundred and twenty billion dollars? You see how poor that country for is. Uranium. You see how poor oh, that no, country Russia is. Gave her. Line, no, I'm sorry. Russia gave, for, for Russia gave. Russia gave them. Right. Please right. give me a break. Yes, that's right. Why? Give me a break. Because Russia was like, hey, give you know what? Thank you for the loan. They repaid. They repaid their debts, not like our country. No, no, thank you. Thank you for the uranium so we can build the nuclear bomb. Thank uranium. you very much, uh, Madam Secretary. Did you say uranium? Secretary. Was that yeah. one of the planets? Uranium? Plant uranium? No, no, uranium, I said. Oh, for what? For who nuclear bombs. That's what she, she... Oh, my God. Do you not follow history? Who, who gave who uranium? Russia had nuclear bombs Clinton, before the when he was secretary, when she was secretary of the state, gave yeah. Russia... An X amount, I don't know how much, but enough to build a nuclear bomb, uranium. Mott, Mott, they had okay, nuclear bombs. Okay, just they, go. What do you, you? Go, God, give me strength. All right, Jen, how, Johnny, never is, mind. I'm wrong. This is I'm wrong. This last my class. I'm wrong. Mott, let me tell you something. Russia has been a, a superpower okay, since World War II. You are wrong. You're 100% wrong. I'm wrong. You think Russia, you think Russia just got nuclear Absolutely. weapons in the last you go, go. years? Just do me a favor. After this, right. after, after this lovely show we're doing, Google Clinton, Secretary Clinton, giving Russia uranium, and you will see it. Okay. Right, let me tell you I'm something. not saying let me anything tell you else. Mom, I I'm think done. I know a lot. I'm done. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, you something. You are now I on think mute. I, pay attention to me. Pay attention <laughs> to me. I think I know a lot. You think you know a lot. Ken thinks he knows a lot. But there's only one person in the world who knows everything. And not only does this person know everything, he's got by far the greatest hair you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> The one, yeah. uh, the only uh, author, a world famous. Now this guy's an author, world famous author. The one, the only, Bradley Zalas. Brad, what's up, buddy? How are you? Let me get you some Johnny. applause. Hey. Let me get you some applause here. Can you hear me? You're coming in. You're coming in great, pal. How are you? Very good. Hi, Judy. Is that mom? Hi, Brad. That's mom, how are you? And Brad, how are Brad, you? Your, your future Very boss. Very good. Your future boss, Ken Petrini, who owns is a radio station owner. I tell you all about Ken. He is on the line as well. 
Ken. Hi, Brad. How you, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Fantastic. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Brad. Digital world amazing. I want to brag about Brad a little bit. All right. Okay? Um, yeah, all right. First all of right. all, I had the pleasure of when I was a wee comedian. This guy took me under his wing. And more importantly, took me under his hair. This guy's got the greatest <laughs> hair. I mean, his hair, when I think of perfect hair, you know, people, I don't even know who he people does. talk about. His hair is so beautiful. It's a platinum blonde. It, it's wavy <laughs> on top. It, it goes straight on the sides. Uh, guy is always smiling. Never, unlike you, mother, or Ken, she's always, always happy. He's always happy. I saw him get into a fight once. Couldn't believe it. He's like you, Ken. When they snap, oh, then when the nice guys snap, it's scary. Yep. I've never seen, I mean, like I saw Ken, well, Ken snapped on me once. Then I saw him snap the other night. Ken's been snapping this summer a little bit. But uh, Brad snapped at Ha Comedy Club. And uh, I never thought that was possible. But more importantly, his hair did not move when he went after the guy. That's good. His hair stayed. One thing you're right the one thing What's you're right one? about is because he's always, and his hair, besides his hair, he's always positive. Brad, always every time positive. I read you on, on Facebook, it's always a positive thought. I love it. I hey Brad, love it. Brad, can I tell you something that's really important to my mother? Think about this. My, mother's, yeah. uh, my mother just recently learned how to read, and of all the people she could read, she's chosen you. So that's important. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Oh, he's such a sweet. Yeah, uh, he knows I'm how putting to on he knows how to compliment and insult at the exact same time. At the same and, uh, time, right? So that's a, that's a trait of a good comedian. Excellent Thank you, comedian. Brad. Well, I learned. Listen, I learned well, a trait from you, Ken and uh, Brad, and I. Ken, we we uh, we did one of the greatest road trips ever when we were in Montreal together. Mm-hmm. Had a blast yeah. up there. I mean, I mean, all the places that uh, Brad and I have gone together, and uh, just and then uh, and then Brad always talk. Brad, tell Ken, being in business, you were you were one. Of the, you brought the first what company to public? Public. You went public with what, what company was that? K two Design. Uh, back in the early nineties, I started a very small design firm in a nine by twelve room with a business partner uh, who was a buddy of mine from college, and we went skiing together. And I was in his uh, wedding party and everything. So uh, one day he looked at me and he says. Hey, dude, we have to, you know, we should start a company together. And I said, okay. So we're struggling for about a year, and this is like 1993, 1994, and he walks in the door one day, and he says, we have to become an Internet company. And uh, I consider myself pretty savvy, and I looked him dead in the eye, and I said, what the hell is the Internet? Uh, and that was, <laughs> you have to realize, that was, that was 1994. Nobody knew what the heck right. the Internet was. They thought it was, you know, great background static pages email stuff like that so we uh you know i i kind of looked at him like okay whatever this is a fad and all of a sudden uh all we did was send out a postcard and said we we build the graphical user interface and from that moment on we attracted some of the top companies in the world and all of a sudden within 18 months of that we grew uh, in hyper growth, we exploded from just me and a business partner to 60 employees, offices worldwide, and we went public on NASDAQ, becoming one of the very first uh, interactive agencies to go public on uh, NASDAQ in an IPO. And the name of the company was K2 Design. And uh, you might be. Yes, wow. thank you. Now, and, Brad, can uh, I ask you a question? Be, yeah, go Brad, ahead, Johnny. Did you, uh, did you get the chance to ring that bell? 
<laughs> no, he did not. If you I remember back then, NASDAQ, NASDAQ didn't have a bell. They were downtown, and they were the right. digital part of those. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Is that Big Ben? British and, bell. No, he's Sounds more like French. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dangerous yeah. part about the digital age, because you have access to too many toys, Johnny. I have access too many to toys. He does. Normally, Kevin, uh, the stalker, is our sound guy. But uh, he doesn't even know we're on the air tonight because I'm sure he's ripping somebody off now at a paint job. In fact, we'll call, <laughs> we'll call him in a few minutes, too. Stop it. This guy's the biggest ripoff. He's the, let me tell you something about that guy, too. When you got honest businessmen like Ken and Brad, then you got Kevin. Oh, my God. Um, who's the opposite. This guy's the worst. Anyway. Oh, and so, this guy's uh, your best, one of your best friends. You're talking well, about him. Listen, they're, they're all my, they're, listen, everybody claims to be my best friend. All right? Oh, my God. I love Kevin. He's like my son. Matter of fact, exactly. maybe I'll have it for my son. That's a point made. Point. Good point. <laughs> well, it's like the son you never had. At least, at least he can do something raised. for me. He can come and pay, at least he can come and paint my place for me. That's what my mother wants. He's a son. You know, he's got a trade. That's how my mother works. Oh, right. you're like this, oh my God, what a son you are. What are you, a painter? You know, there's a real name to be painted by the way. Painted for your mother. <laughs> well, there's, there's a big difference between an artist. I wish you would stop using the English accent. Well, listen. That's what you used to talk. Talking now. We used to you talk, like Mom. Right. Yeah, well, that's what because she doesn't think of. Listen, when she used to smoke, that's the deal. I'm t- sorry. I'm sorry you stopped smoking. That's your own fault. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Thank you very much. I would have been dead a long time ago, probably. You know, she, Brad, you know, now, Brad writes a book like Liquid Leadership, and he's got another book in the works. Right. I know that. He does the things on like uh, you know, like uh, changing you know, like your life and and all these you know, like motivational things, and he does. Uh, right. Actually, I'm in the book. Thank you very much. Um, yes, Johnny he, is in the book. I, if actually, he, re, he rewrote my joke, and it's better in the book than it is when I do it on stage. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I have to go find my copy of his book just so I can find my joke. It was way better. I'm like reading it. Going, oh, God, it's way funnier than I do it. So, um, you, never deliver, it, you have to deliver it right. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Brad's got a great T.T. Fly joke I'm thinking about stealing. I remember. Oh, good. Years. Oh, it's a good. Joke. I can't do it on air, but it's a great joke. So, um. My uh, the thing with thing with uh, like so he writes these 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 motivational books. He writes, and and the thing, and he actually designed um my DVD. Uh, you know my DVD covers. Really, that's Brad's. That's Brad's work. In fact, that yeah. that DVD lost me a friendship with another guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because originally I originally was going to let another guy do it, right? And the guy was charging us so much amount of money, and Brad's like, "What are you having someone else do it? I'll do it for you." I'm like, well, "I don't want to bother." He's like, "Listen, I'm your friend." I'll do it for you. So I was like, I told yeah. the guy, mm-hmm. oh, I got someone else doing it. Right. All of a sudden, the guy is like, never talked to me again after that. I'm like, what? he goes, oh, you know, you, you hired me to do it, and then you just took it from me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, but my, my friend was doing it for, for free. And we, we sold a lot of those DVDs this summer. Right, we sold a lot of DVDs. All, all, I want to thank you for that. All, all those women who want, the last thing they want to see at night is Johnny's face. That's, a, that's Ken's pitch. <laughs> You know, how many, you know how many people try to return it now? You know how many people are trying to return it after that pitch? They had, they're buying it. it. Johnny's the last thing they see before they go to sleep. And I yeah. still think people should buy those now when they're only $10 That's because right. eventually you're either going to be an Academy Award winner or a serial killer. Mm. Either way, they'll be worth a right. hell of a lot more on, on eBay. That's true. That's right. You know, the guy I you, think you're right. That you, guy used to do comedy. But unlike everybody else, he was not a quiet neighbor. 
<laughs> we knew it. We knew it was him. So, Brad, yeah, tell us, man. Where were we? I did, well, I did when I worked with the meat guys for a little bit. I learned that. Yeah. yeah. I was, I we all going through strange all. jobs. Yeah. Yes. Brad, you never – not See, you that really, was though, a... Brad. What's that, Johnny? Johnny that... Brad, you never had like – go ahead, Mother. Cut his, cut no, 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 again. I'm sorry. Again. I'll shut uh, up. I'm saying Brad no. never – Brad's always been like a – Brad's always been like a – you know, he was a comedy club manager. He's a manager. Brad gave a lot – you know what's, what's funny about this business? And Brad knows exactly what I'm talking about. You do a lot for people. Like, Ken, I'm, I'm not just saying this to you. You're one of the person, few people that really are appreciative of what people do for them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're very much like, Brad used to give so many people stage. I remember, like, I was just starting. I was just starting. This, and Brad was, was so kind. And he let people do this. And people. And you think when it was people were in a position to help him, no, people run away. They, they don't. They want to take, but they don't want to give. Brad was a, a giver and not even a taker. Brad never took anything. He was just a giver. And uh, very supportive. Uh, I say that, Brad. Thanks, you Johnny. Know. I appreciate that. I feel like I'm trying to date you. That, you well, you know, on some level, it's, it's a buddy cop flick, you know? Yes. <laughs> uh, Great hair. Let, let me tell you, I, I've always had uh, – my dad grew up – he's Hungarian, and he grew up during the Great Depression. So his attitude was, i got to be working all the time. So I've had every job right. from – digging ditches to being a barker at Hershey park to being manager, you know, I, I've done it all. And, uh, I even remember at stand up New York, uh, one of the guys behind the counter there, there were a lot of Latino guys that were working there and we were all buddies and we were joking around and, you know, I'm the, I'm actually the token white guy at this place. <laughs> so wow. they turned around, they turned around and they just say to me, Hey, could you go get some ice? And I went downstairs, I brought two big buckets up and, the one guy, Raul, just looked at me and I said, what? He goes, I have never seen anyone like you work so hard. Right. And I burst it's out true. laughing. I said, my dad. I said you either do it 100% or you don't do it all. I said, yeah, I I'm, not, I'm not one of these people who goes in halfway. I get my, no, I get my hands not. dirty. I jump in. You, you, you work side by side. And my dad taught me that. Um, but your, so your I've, done, good man. I've literally done it all. You but I'm the same way. You know, when we need ice here... I always send somebody out to get it. Yes, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys. But I, hey, Johnny. I, I, Johnny, did you ever yes, think one? that the way you are with, with up-and-coming com- comics, the way you are, is because you learned it from Brad also? Because that's what? how he was to you? That, you know what? That is a possibility. That's very true. Cause I, Absolutely. Brad was, Brad because was my, well, pay a Brad was my first mentor. Absolutely. I think, you know, I, I think you had, you already had it in you, Johnny. The one thing that maybe a lot of people don't uh, even know about you is, uh, and Ken, you, you may know this about Johnny as well. He is one of the only comics I knew who got up at 530 in the morning to go to the gym, uh, do his part-time job so that he could focus on his comedy at night. I didn't know anybody who was like that except an Olympic athlete or a CEO. <laughs> and I just, and I looked at Johnny and I went, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and, Brad, always, and I realized, Brad always told me know, I was crazy. You know. Brad, Brad always just said, you, Brad thinks I was like, like a little bit of a psycho. He's like, no one messes with you because everything's your psycho. I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah. But it, it's amazing and how it, many times during the summer we get together during the day yes. to work on comedy. We do. And, you know, I can understand it with me because I've been doing this for 14 months. 
But you know, you're working on your stuff uh, even more, and it's yeah. it's. Uh, yeah. I, I think what a lot of people miss in in this business is uh, the fact that you have to keep doing that because yeah. you see far too many people that they're yeah. doing today the same thing they did five years ago exactly the same way exactly the same way they're not growing with yeah. it and and you're like you know one thing like I mean Brad and I before Brad really took off on his um on his uh, speaking thing. I mean, we were constantly, you know, like how you and I are always working on I'd be calling Brad up with all these little, little ideas. And the, and the beauty of him, who he's way, it's like you, you guys are way better at this than I am. I think I've gotten better though. Uh, more so with, with you. Yeah, you're very good I, at it, Johnny. You, you didn't even know what yeah. I was going to say. Well, thank you. I appreciate the compliments. Yeah. My mother will protect me. No, That's matter, right. what, no matter what I do. She will. No, what I'm saying is that I, as I like, I would call Brad up and he was great. Like he would never try to like get off the phone with me. He was never like he was always available. Like you know, sometimes my phone will ring, and and, uh, and not, not if anybody's listening, uh, don't don't you, you hear this. But my phone will ring sometimes. And I just don't answer it because I'm just like I don't feel like talking. Oh, we I know can't. that. Excuse right. me, I know that. Yeah. Good. What's that? But Brad, <laughs> and, and, and like what can you don't answer your phone either? But you'll call back. But Brad always picked the phone up, always listened to the jokes, and would always would give different lines, or give an idea for a line or something like that, and so. You know, he was always giving, and like I think I passed that down to um, like with Ken. Like I'm always like that with Ken. Ken, we'll sit there and we'll write Ken's joke, but Ken comes up with lines, good lines too. And and like you know, like we always talked about when you have a good product, when the product is already good, it's easy to add to something good. You know, it's easy yeah. to add to something right. good. So, well, so I was always, you're, you're already, proud. you already, yeah, but you, you already had ahead, it, sorry. Johnny. I mean, you you had the structure. I mean, the, I remember you were. Uh, the first four years, anybody who knows this, and, and I'm a keynote speaker now, and what makes me stand apart from everybody else is I can make the audience laugh. It doesn't matter if it's lawyers, corporate guys, it doesn't matter. I can make them laugh, and it's all because of the training I had in, had in stand-up comedy. And, right. Johnny, you, you already had the goods. You had the structure there, but the first four years of comedy – most comedians try to write something that's funny. Let, let, let me see what's funny. Maybe this will be funny. And, True. Johnny, you, you fell into that a little bit, too, as I did. And right. you would stand up on stage, and I remember this is a pivotal moment when you stopped doing that. You would sit there and tell us, like, I'm not a fighter. I don't like to get into fights. I'm a gentle guy. And I, right. I sat in the back of the room, and I would just burst out laughing because you are the guy – that I look at and say, you know what, buddy, if we're going to get into a bar fight tonight, I want you to have my back. If, if, <laughs> if anybody's going down, they're all going down. You know what I'm talking about? And you would just look at me like, no, I'm not that guy. I said, look in the mirror because you look right. like one of the tough guys. You know, you look like that because you were in the Navy. You know, you, right. you look like the guy, okay, which guy in this room, if it all goes crazy right now, which guy in this room do I want to be on his side? And I look right. at Johnny Watson and I go, that's oh. the guy. And so you're standing on stage going, oh, you know, uh, I'm a gentle guy. I said, stop doing that. That's right. BS. That's not you at all. <laughs> I've gotten way stopped. more aggressive on stage. Right, Ken? Yeah, but my, my concern in the fight is you'd get distracted and forget which side you were on. Well, you know, you know, what? You know why Brad <laughs> wants me in a fight? Because, he, because this way he knows I go, I'll go in there and he doesn't have to mess up his hair. Oh, okay. That's what okay. it is. It's so Brad true. realizes, no, so true. realizes we need one Brad, of the applications. Let me tell you something. 
Brad, you are absolutely right because I remember when we were just talking about this the other night. Jennifer said to me, my daughter said, we're talking to my grandsons. He said, she says, I have to tell you, the one big thing that stands out is the time that Uncle Johnny came home and he beat the crap out of somebody, one of the guys, because he was talking bad stuff about me. Well, and I, I said, oh, I remember that. I remember that. So yeah. Didn't I punch your boyfriend that, in the face? That's what we're talking about. The party. Some guy threw in the did. truck. It was like a he weird, wiped the, weird, he wiped like a the place up. I wiped the place up. I had to wipe the place clean with people. Then I went up to the and we Brad, here's how sick very, I was. Here's how sick I was. Brad, but we I went didn't up see to the very the, often. No, not often yeah. at all. But I, 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 no, I drove not at all. up to not at all. I was so mad. Even after I took the kid and threw him into the, the truck, like threw him in his head against the I was so mad because he sucker punched me, right? I was so mad that he. I went back up to his house and pulled him out of his house. <laughs> I literally, I drove up there and his father was, what did I just grabbed him? I said, and the, here's the weirdest thing on top of that. After that night, that, that, mm-hmm. that kid became actually pretty good friends. Like, he, you know, apologized. Know. It was actually, we became pretty decent friends after that. So, you know, the, it does yeah, happen. Yeah, yep. so, it's like a Disney but movie. That's, yeah, it turned out he was the man. But that's him. He was, he was, he but that is, that is, yeah. <laughs> That is Johnny in a nutshell. That is Johnny in a nutshell. He doesn't do it very often, but if he needs to do it, that's why when he's talking about, oh, I'm not a fighter, I crack up inside because I know he is. But after my time. Johnny, we need to rewrite that section of your act. It just has to be. (laughs) No, listen, Brad, you you should come down here, man. It's been a lot different. I've been actually a lot more... uh, Good. A lot more aggressive, a lot more like, you know, I'm telling, it's, it's been great. It's been really, it's, I think this summer, what? wouldn't you say, Ken, best summer? I mean, my, my stuff has come up so much more this summer Good. than any time. I feel like I'm, I'm not doing any, like, characters, like, I'm not doing a caricature of me. I'm, like, really laying yeah. it out there, just telling everybody, here's the deal with me. And it's, Wait, it's so much fun, man. It's so you, much fun. You know, what it, uh, you know what this really is about? If there was a subject we could have picked for this uh, a show today, it's really the journey of developing yourself, really the journey oh, of like how that. we That's got from point A to point B. Yeah, very because, true. you know, uh, I did this company. I was burnt out like crazy. I stepped down in 2000 and then, you know, I'm doing e-commerce during the day and I'm doing comedy at night. I met Johnny and I started to realize I was getting phone calls from people at the time who were trying to deal with this next generation called millennials. And then Uh I became a a millennial expert. And that's a a lot of what's in my book, uh, liquid leadership. And I got to tell you, it's, it's this journey. Look at you, Johnny, you're, you're headlining, you're developing everything you've been working on. You're doing some uh, film work and writing and all these things. And it's really leading to something much bigger. And this is the thing about the 21st century. People are no longer willing to just work for a company or a corporation and not get anything in return. They really want to do what's called the side hustle and create a memorable experience, not just for themselves, but for everybody else. And um, mm-hmm. I really t- I take your ha- my hat off to you, Johnny. I posted something today on Facebook that I think is hysterical. I saw that was great. Remember, I like that. I, I do. It, it, it was great. I, I was asked I was asked to be the substitute host on a um, cable show, a talk show in Manhattan called Deliberately Incorrect. And Johnny and I, I invited Johnny on the show, but they would ask me to be the the host once in a while. And I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing. So uh, all they would do is just have comedians on complaining about life and all this. And I said, let me put on comedians who 
have a political point of view, like Johnny. Hello. Right. And then I I got somebody from the DA's office, a friend of mine, Arshad Majid. We had one show where we actually had a Russian scientist who was a chess champion. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a bodybuilder. We had all kinds of people from all walks of life because we, we just, I didn't want the show to just be about comedy. And, you know, we right. had a 400% increase in call-in volume. Uh, oh, we did. That was great. I mean, we get nasty calls, too. The calls were great. Like, people <laughs> used to yell at me. Like, they'd go ballistic on me. And then, and then Brad and I would get tracksuit. Hey, tracksuit. Because I was wearing a track, track jacket. Guy. Hey, tracksuit track guy, you don't know what you're talking about. We used to yell at and then me and Brad bad. would go at it because Brad would come up with these specific numbers. You know, today, 87% of this and Ford, I'm like, where are, you, where are you getting these numbers, Brad? Where are you getting them? And we would just, and he'd be just and, like, and I'd be well, like, you can oh, this up, little commie can... rag called the New York Times, you know? I would just start throwing stories out. They weren't even true. But I would just start throwing, just to counter his stuff. And then people would start yeah. calling in and yelling at me. They would start yelling at him. It was really, it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. Was a lot of fun. I forget who we had on one night. And and I didn't know he was bipolar, and he just laid into me. And then when we left, I said, "Hey, you want to get a bite to eat?" And he's looking at me confused. And this guy's like six foot six, and I took him down right. to uh, one of these places where I I would get coffee and pie at night. And he's sitting there, and he's quiet for about ten minutes. I introduce him to the owner of the place, and you know it's getting late. It's like one o'clock in the morning. He goes, "Aren't you mad at me?" I said, "Why would I be mad?" <laughs> You're supposed to contradict me. Oh, that was good TV. That was damn yeah. good TV. And I said people called in because they loved it. Yeah, and, they did. That was that, I mean, that, that was fun. That's how Brad is. Yeah. It was. It was. That's that was that was such a great show. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that, that was, was a lot fun. of fun. We had some it's kind of like what we're doing a little bit. You know, we're 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 gonna have the cameras and everything up again once we get everything set up, rolling and everything cool. else. And uh, so you know. So, but but, I love but Ken Ken is a you know Ken is a retired lawyer who went to a uh, Notre Dame, Brad. You're kidding. That's no, awesome. yes, I did. I did you indeed. Like I love Notre Dame. <laughs> I know. I, like I, I, football, well, I like don't like Notre cold. Dame anymore. I'm an Alabama fan now, but I'm of a course big, you uh, are because they probably I won last you'd be year. I thought you a Clemson fan after last year. They won. Oh, is, I can't. I, I have my own reasons. I can't I, say that. I, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. He's got no loyalty, I can't guys. Say, I can't don't say let him bull throw you about loyalty. He Brad gets mad. team, he has no loyalty. Brad knows my quarterback thing when I don't, I don't like certain, I only want one, I, one I just, specific. I don't understand. I, I don't understand Brad, how Brad, you got Brad's, that way. Brad's married to, to a, a Haitian woman. So okay. Brad goes, how can you think like that? Yeah. I'll just tell you the truth. Everybody's taking our spots. We only have the quarterback spot left. That's all we have in the white race. <laughs> you trying, have <laughs> you're trying to be Jimmy the Greek or I'm what? Not, you know, I'm just saying, it's just, you know, it's just like, I mean, remember he lost his job talking about Randall Cunningham. Yeah. Well, you know, I, well, I, 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 Johnny. No, no, you go. You're the guest. No, no, no. Go my wife, you brought it up. But yeah, my wife is from Haiti. Uh, we're interracial, obviously. And I always point out to people, people think all we do is talk about all day is race issues. And we don't. We right. never have had an argument over race. Not at all. It's always call- the funniest thing that makes her laugh. Uh, her uh, her ass off is something I do every winter. When I have to take the garbage out, I like wearing shorts because I'm hot all the time. You so got great I, legs. I, I yeah, thank you. And I I put on I put on a a pullover hoodie and go out in shorts. Well, 
between my wife and my mother-in-law, they would scream, aren't you, you know, in Creole, aren't you cold? Oh, my God. You're crazy. They would scream when <laughs> I'd come back in. Sometimes I would right. stand outside and do a little dance, and and <laughs> just, they would freak. And I'd pick up some snow, and I'd throw it around, and I'd come back in. My mother-in-law would look at me like I'm not human. And then I'd just grab her hands, and my hands would be super hot. She'd look at me like I was weird. Now, the opposite happens at our house when it's hot as hell out. So when it hits like 95, I'm going, oh, we have to put the air conditioning on. And my wife's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's perfect. I said, no, it's not. The white people are melting in this house. And she starts to laugh. So, you know, the racial issue, I always crack up when people get all upset about race right. and things like that. But right. We live in a country where I think we're the last on the block to get over racism. Right. Uh, you know, you see it in England. They, they've they had interracial couples on television in England for 50 yeah. years. Yeah, it's we're just, you know, we boycotted. <laughs> We boycotted Star Trek, for God's sake, because Captain what? Kirk kissed oh, Lieutenant yes. Uhura back I remember in that. I remember that. The, and they, the South that. boycotted Star Trek. Ohio boycotted Star Trek. Ohio. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Because Brad, Captain You know what's Kirk. interesting, Brad? Here's what's interesting. Let me tell you the, the up – and you can probably appreciate this, Brad, being a, a historian yourself and an all-around. We're, we're going to get into the Illuminati in a, in a couple minutes. But, um, uh, you know, they're, they're tearing down statues uh, of, in process of racism all over the country, yeah. and they're, they're re- relocating things. In fact, a, one of the most racist statues is going to be pulled down, which from what I understand, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, this week. And it is a, it's, in, uh, it's a statue of my mother that they will be pulling down <laughs> to uh, oh my God. Promote, promote harmony amongst the races. Cause, oh, Judy. Oh, my God. Judy, are you going to put Oh, up my God. This? My, my, I, my mother know, was like, uh, oh, that General Lee is a looker. I, and, you, and everybody that knows me knows that you're nothing but a fibber. Oh, I, I call like, you oh, a liar, Lee. but I hate that word. And General Lee is like Brad Pitt. Oh, God. <laughs> well, let me. Here's something you don't know about me, Johnny. Um, I, I, I was originally born and raised in Chambersburg for six years, which is uh, right next to Gettysburg. So oh, I'm right. a bit of a, a Civil War buff. Ooh. And I will tell you, uh, General Sherman, yes. uh, if some of you may know this, he burned everything on his way in, into the South. And the reason right. he did it is because the Civil War could have gone on for another four years. But he wanted to right. destroy the will of the people. Well, to this day, there are people who claim that Sherman burned their house, their family's home to the ground. And mm. Sherman was never near their home. What they did is they didn't want the Northern Army to get a hold of their stuff. Right. So they burned their own home. And a lot of people oh, don't wow. know this because they don't. They don't teach history properly. They don't teach Everybody history. Everybody in the, in, in no, the movies, you see this. They always make it out as if um, black people loved being slaves or something. This right. is such an insult. Nobody likes being a slave. Hello. Yeah. Uh, well, and here's, so what happened to they were I don't want to step on your line. Yeah, but go ahead. No, they, no what, what I want to say is. They, they would come out and they would cook and clean for the Northern Army and show them where the, the utensils are. Now, right. uh, we'll get into the statue issue right away, and that is this. Reformation was working. And to give you an example of how well Reformation was working after uh, the Civil War ended, a, uh, I believe it was in Mississippi, 
uh, a governor or mayor, he got reelected after he got married to a woman who was a former slave, and he was white and his wife was black, and they reelected him. So people were kind of looking at this like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give the former slaves, a, 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 you know, a step up. We're gonna help them, okay, and all this other stuff. They didn't really like that at the time, so they put an end to it. And they don't really tell you this in the history books, but you can look this up. If somebody won an election and they didn't like it, people would just walk into the office and shoot them the first day of the, yep. the election. No, you're so right. The you're absolutely right. Could just take over that position. So they destroyed Reformation. And let's be honest, I don't agree with tearing down these statues, but let's be honest, many of those statues were put up as a middle finger to the newly freed slaves. Uh, you know, that's a lot of bullshit. You're falling into that <laughs> mantra that, that, because it's on the internet, it must be true. The, the, no. the, liberal, the liberal talking point has gone out. All these statues went up. All these statues went up as as during uh, during Jim Crow. Yeah, of course they went up during Jim Crow. Jim Crow started. Now I listen to you. Listen to me for a second, sir. You're interrupting me. You went on for ten minutes. Now we're now we're going to tell the truth. First of all, it's Reconstruction, not Reformation. This had this had nothing to do with the Catholic Church. Second of all, the it was the North who sold out the blacks. Because what they did in 1876 uh, in the uh, Sam, Samuel uh, Tilden, uh, the, the, the election in 1876, is they gave up uh, Reconstruction in return for Rutherford B. Hayes being elected president. And the North pulled out and they ended Reconstruction. They abandoned yeah. the black people because, because that's what the North did. The North really didn't give a damn about the blacks. Uh, they were just upset when we stopped in, importing slaves because the North, of course, made all their money on shipping. But the thing you've got, you've got to remember in, in all of this is, yeah, those statues went up during Jim Crow because Jim Crow started in 1876 and it ended effectively in 1964. All the Northern statues went up during Jim Crow. In fact, radio started during Jim Crow. There's, but th- these are causation without any correlation or correlation without causation. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the people in the South think, view the, don't view the statues of Robert E. Lee as a finger to the blacks uh, at all. No. They view the, and, I, the and, statue, I, and I agree I'm, with you. I, I'm going to finish here. They view yeah, the statue ahead. of Robert E. Lee as a finger to the North. I was a history major. I also attended a wedding at Washington Lee University where – um, where Robert E. Lee is buried, and in, in the chapel there's a huge monument to Robert E. Lee. The people at the church asked whether they should close the doors to the monument for the, for the ceremony, and the response of the people there was, no, let the Yankees see it. We were all white. It, has not, it, it had very little to do with holding the black down, because the blacks were, were held down. It had to do with the, the southern pride, and don't don't just spout that liberal mantra about these these uh, statues because well, if, well, if we're going to statues me... if we're going to attack statues of people who are racist and who who kept the Negro down then then we got to pull down the statues of Jefferson and Washington oh and that guy Abe Lincoln was willing to allow <laughs> he was willing to allow slavery to continue for any any state that came back into the Union 
as of January 1, 1863. So let's not be hypocritical in this. Mom, are you as lost as I am? <laughs> yeah. Mom? All I know, well, all, I'm me, gonna say to the, all I'm going to say <laughs> to this whole thing is that what they're doing is they're taking away history, whether it was good or let bad. Let me tell you something. Exactly. Don't walk around with history. Let let you don't around with history. Let, let me just let sum me this up real quick. Let me sum, Brad, hold on a second. Let me just sum this up real quick. You talk about Ger, uh, uh, General Sherman. The most important thing with General Sherman was after the war that he got that great TV show, uh, The Jeffersons. And I think we should all <laughs> just, be, just be very now, happy about uh, that. Let me, uh, but, let, me, uh, let me jump in. Did you uh, – Notice I never said they should tear down Robert E. Lee's statues. Did you ever hear that I said that? I did no. because that is exactly what Ken just said. Right. Because right. they were giving so you agree, you agree with that. to the North. I totally agree with oh. that. What I'm oh. talking about are these statues they erected to the good slave that was uh, loyal to the Southerner the southern plantation owner. I, I'm talking about that. I'm not on the side of the liberalism of all this What's nonsense. What's that? the southern yeah, plantation would, owner. But, you know, the funny uh, thing you is, could, that, not, the funny thing is that they, uh, there was a move afoot. In fact, they did it. Uh, some, some idiot commissioners in Maryland voted three to one to remove the statue of Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Roger Taney, because he wrote yeah. the opinion in Dred Scott. But the, these right. idiots, the liberals, the, the, the knee-jerk liberal idiots who do this stuff didn't bother to check to see, well, one, Dred Scott was decided the only way it could have been decided under our law at the time, uh, because at the time the slaves were property. But more importantly, Taney, whose statue they pulled down, was an abolitionist. In fact, Taney, yep. Taney inherited slaves from his father, immediately freed them, and gave them pensions, yet because we're throwing everybody in. and The knee-jerk is, oh, well, he wrote that, that opinion, so he must be bad, and that's where we've gotten to. Can we talk about the oh, indentured I, servants? I, sure, let's actually talk totally. about the indentured servants. Can we talk about the white uh, people? Talk about that. Let's well, talk about the white indentured uh, servants. How about the Jews the that built the, the pyramids? Lies my teacher told me and lies across America. Right. And one right. of the things that he talked about, one of the, the statues that – just is not true. And this was this right. belief that slavery was somehow they, they liked it. And so they put up this, uh, I can't even use the word for it, but the, it was this loyal slave that helped the plantation owner during the, the, the when the foul, South was being crushed. Right. Those are the kind of statues that need to come down. Robert E. Lee should stand tall, but I also think right. that somebody the in history that they kind of pushed to the side is uh, you'll see That's this right. grant. Um, right. You know, Who's buried okay, in Grant's tomb, uh, Brad? Yeah, thank you. But uh, yeah, listen, they're yeah, talking I'm, about taking down. They're also talking about taking down Col- uh, Christopher Columbus from Columbus Circle. Oh, I mean, if you leave it up to them, they're going to well, take well, everything down, and something has got to stop. But uh, one, just just an important interjection here, and that because this will make Johnny very happy, that? is that. Cleveland just beat the Yankees 2-1 in the first game with doubleheader, and the yeah, pinch hitter yeah, to strike yeah. out to end Judge. the game was Aaron Judge. Are you serious? I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I just call what it. What happened? What happened, Kevin? Okay, Ken, what Aaron, happened? Aaron Judge just struck out to struck out to to lose the first game of the doubleheader against Cleveland. Did they and win? More importantly, no, they lost. Mike. Didn't you just hear Ken? How the hell? They lost. They lost two to one. 
They lost oh, they did lose yeah. the one. Okay. I just have okay. Judge, All right. And he judge struck, struck out. out. Okay. All right. right. Okay. And, and just yeah. to let you know, Ma, they're tearing down uh, the statue of Derek Jeter in, uh, in the Monument Park. So get ready for that one. No, they're should. not. Yeah. Will you shut up well, already? Will you just leave you Jeter alone? Let, let me jump in here. You remember the movie uh, Glory? Uh, I think it was 1989, whatever. And uh, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yes, I remember. The, uh, yeah. The the black all black regiment, the 54 Massachusetts right. infantry, and they died horribly. You don't see enough monuments uh, about that. Is what I'm talking about. I think there should be more monuments erected to some of these uh, of these events that took place during the Civil War. And a lot of people don't know this, but entire towns did uh, did not side with the South, even though they were territorially in the South. They sided with the North, and they right. uh, they built they built stockades around there. And, and a lot of people, villages, and a lot of people in the North side. A lot of people in the north, especially in the border states, uh, sided, sided with the south, and that's why we have right. uh, places like Delaware where we have counties where people died on both sides of the uh, fight, yep. and they had uh, a historical society had a monument to the northern people from the county that died and to the Confederate soldiers from the county that died. And again, the liberal idiots want to get rid of the monument <laughs> to, the, to the Confederate soldiers from that county. But I think the reason why yeah. you don't have monuments to the to the black, uh, just like we don't have monuments to the Tuskegee Airmen up north, is because we didn't give a damn about the black. You know, I think it's time that people stop. We all learned this fairy tale. Those of us who grew up in the north learned a fairy tale that we went that we fought the Civil War to end slavery. The north did not yeah. fight the Civil War to end slavery. The South seceded to keep slavery. We fought the Civil War to bring the South back in. We didn't give a damn yeah. about ending slavery. That wasn't the intent. Right. It was all about uh, federal government power and also yeah. about uh, economics. And so know, I, I only get pissed off because I have people up in the South act, or up in the North acting holier than thou. And I've lived my whole life in the North, but I know that we, we, we don't have any reason to be proud as to our first hundred years up here either. I mean, the North... 99.9% of all slaves, this is sort of like Johnny's 99.9% of all male flight attendants yeah, joke, but 99.9% of all slaves uh, could trace themselves to slaves that came over here on ships that were owned by northern shipping companies. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. How do you feel about that? Because my mother always said that she was alive in the wrong era because she always wanted to be a slave owner. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, Johnny. You're absolutely right. I'm going to just mother, say one thing. Exploding. I just, mom, I'm, mom, I'm very, very, I feel. Mom, mom, is your head exploding uh, like mine is? Listen to Brad and Ken talk to each other. Well, yeah, no, no, I love funny. listening to it. Like I love, talk, are I, you kidding me? I love it. They're talking like another language. Johnny, not funny, now. The funny thing is that we, we have, you know, we, we here think, you know, we, we have a, we build a, a monument, Grant's tomb, to a guy who was an alcoholic and a terrible general. Robert E. Lee, one was he was a gentleman. Two, he was the first choice to lead the Union Army in the right. Civil War. And three, after the war, he he served as president of Washington College, which is now Washington and Lee. He was a fine, better, far better person than Grant, than Sherman, than Sheridan, than anybody. Because basically, the North, the North had superior firepower, but really bad generals. Hmm. Robert E. Lee was a brilliant general. That's why 
Lincoln wanted him to leave the Northern Army, but he he had to make a decision between loyalty to state and loyalty to country. Today, it seems obvious to us that our loyalties to our country. Back then, it wasn't right. obvious. Interesting. Very so interesting. It's, it's, well, we, people don't people don't know this, but. Um, you just said it, Ken. Uh, Lincoln asked Robert E. Lee to lead the Northern Army, and he kind of gave him an ultimatum. And they, uh, Lincoln surrounded his house with, uh, you know, troops, and uh, they buried. Uh, I'm not sure the the details, but they buried dead troops there. And that that area is now car- called Arlington. It was Robert E. That's Lee's correct. house, Arlington. So he was forced to be the general for the South. And a lot of people forget themselves a separate country. They had a separate president, right. separate currency, and right. you know Robert E. Lee led that army. So yep. and I just don't I, think I, they've taught history properly, so that people no. people are just getting way too upset because they they you know they they don't truly know what's what's happening with our history. That's and, absolutely true. These four score and four years before the South seceded, there were a bunch of people in this country who did the same thing. They declared their independence from Britain. And we were owned by Britain. Uh, the we're colonies the were owned Brexit, by Britain. By the where, where the original the, Brexit. Yeah, right. The original Brexit. Whereas, whereas the states, the, the, the states had voluntarily formed the, the United States. Hmm. And we had, there's no, there is no legal answer within the Constitution as to whether they can withdraw or not. Interesting. And so, so people today, you know, we like to call them traitors and things like right. that. Nobody, nobody had any idea back then whether you could leave, right. the, leave or not. They, they were no different than those guys who in 1776, you know, wrote that document that started and went in the course of human events. But listen, I've been in right. positions like I, I, I respect Benedict Arnold because I've been in positions like him. Sometimes you have to, you, know, you have to turn coat. That's all I'm saying. Well, well you got to do what you got to do. You know, he, he, he felt what? disrespected exactly. by the American. He, he felt like he wasn't being treated properly by the Americans. That's right. Ma, well, you're kind of like a black you know, girl as a mother. Jeff, Jefferson and, uh, you know, some say Franklin was behind this, but the Jefferson, Jefferson had laid out how the United States would work. And it's actually Hamilton's America that we live in right now because Hamilton believed in centralized power uh, more than Jefferson did. So it's very interesting how well, we've you know gotten what? to where so, we are today. The bottom ahead, line to this whole thing, the bottom line to this whole thing is that that's history. We have history, good, it bad, is. and the ugly. You can't change history. Nobody's saying that it was all good because, believe me, we right. know, especially people who love history. But you don't change history. What are these kids going to grow up on? Just this last 50 years or whatever? There's that's history right. before that. That's right. There's yeah, history got, before. That's right. And I'm, gonna, I'm why, also going to say something, that the history teachers today do not teach history like they used to, Johnny, when you were in school. No. Or when they I don't. was – no, something. wait, they don't. They don't. My 15-year-old oh, grandson knows nothing about knows nothing about JFK. Knows nothing about John F. Kennedy. I had to tell him yeah. all about John F. Kennedy because they don't teach. I'm getting him. a text. So. I'm getting a text from a teacher right now, who says they're they. She says they can't teach history because they can't. They're not allowed to teach it the way the people used to. They're they are unable. They're not they're not given permission, which is. Which is interesting why, as well. Why do they? Why, why? Yeah, that is interesting. Why are they? Who? Who stops them from teaching 
what the, they the, have to the teach. Schools, the because schools. then it's up to, up to us as Americans to say, hey. Testing. Not anymore. Before we get done on that, because there's another issue in this country that's very important, and that issue is domestic violence. And I think, you know, we have the whole You're thing with right. football players <laughs> being suspended right. and all that. I think it's time that we stop honoring people who encourage domestic violence. And it's time that we take down the statue of Ralph Cramden, which sits there at the <laughs> Port Authority <laughs> bus terminal in New York City. <laughs>
in my mind. Yeah, 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 John, John, you are. I mean, you have very good expertise. Thank you, Ken. Far, far greater than mine. No, thank you. Plus, you golf ball better than I. I could ask. We'll find out on Friday. Hey, Brad, listen. Uh, thank you so much, brother. Always a pleasure. Hey, uh, to, uh, bye, Brad. I'll talk to you soon. And Brad, and make, I'll make sure you can connect so you guys can talk about doing your thing together. Absolutely. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, brother. Be good. Sam, thank you, and Dude. I'll talk to you guys later. See bye, bye, everybody. Bye, Mom. Bye, guys. Bye. It was fun. Bye, Johnny. I'll talk to you job, later. Good, bye. Good job Love again, you. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you, too. Bye-bye. All right, call later. Bye. I sure I will, eventually.